Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Who Asked You, the podcast absolutely nobody asked for, but we are going to provide. Today, we are joined again by Louis Bataro, a former advisor and instructor at our alma mater, Oregon State, and the reason me and Ross ever met in the first place, a Cubs fan that lived through the Bartman incident and saw the rise after that. Cubs, uh, Bears, Lakers, everything under the sun. My name is Caleb Lashpel, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Ross Parker and Alec McBride. How's it going, boys? What have we been up to? Louie, great to have you on the show. What have you been up to? Thank you. Um, well, you know, I, I'd, I'd like to brag that the uh, last 24 hours, I've seen the Lakers return to the NBA Finals where they belong. Got a Lakers hat on that. 2000, 2000 NBA championships hat. Um. So the Lakers are in the Western Conference, or I've watched the Western Conference Finals. Now they're in the finals. Uh, the Cubs, National League Central champs again. Worst this is their baseball. fifth time to the playoffs in six years. That's a record in Chicago. And even though their two quarterbacks are Mitchell Trubisky and Nick Foles, the Chicago Bears became 3-0 and today. And so pretty good little sports world for me. Life's still good for your sports teams. Yeah, when yeah. was the last time Chicago went 3-0? and Oh, God. We're talking like 08. Oh, Are we talking Lovey the Smith. Cutler days? It has to be back in the Lovey Smith era. Absolutely. Lovey Smith era? Whoa, yeah. that's bad. Lovey Smith is an <laughs> underrated coach. I'm sorry. He was Jay good. Cut- Jay he Cutler was. doesn't get enough respect. Was really Ro- Ross was trying to shit on Jay Cutler there. I think Jay Cutler doesn't I get enough I was not shitting on Jay Cutler. I was just saying, was that the Jay Cutler days when you went 3-0? and I just shit on Jay Cutler's girlfriend or wife or whatever the hell she is. That Harry. Well, hey, I don't know. I'm not gonna say her name again. That Harry Carey. Harry Carey. Ca- Harry Kristen Cavallari. I will have <laughs> bitches know. Okay, and her shows are good. All right, Kristen the Cavalier was not my favorite person you've ever talked about. So, but that's enough of her. Ross, you watching any more reality TV? Or are you uh, graduating to actual television yet? <laughs> Fuck you. Um, <laughs> I, I started rewatching season three of Selling Sunset, so no. Um, got another episode closer. Finally made it to the last episode of John Adams. He just lost the presidency, so learning a bit about that. And a lot of sports, dude. Um, it, it's kind of funny. So, Louis, a longtime Lakers fan. One of my best buddies is a lifelong Miami Heat fan. So, the minute the Blazers got knocked out, I hopped on his bandwagon and been following the Heat. And as we were hopping onto the Zoom call, the Miami Heat just won the Eastern Conference Finals. So now the Lakers will play the Heat in the finals for all the marbles. Uh, outside of that, dude, a lot of Xbox, a lot of Call of Duty. And yeah. Alec, what about you? All right. So first of all, I'm going for the Lakers in the finals. I'm on Team Louie. So just because they, they beat the Blazers, so I want to lose to the champ. That's just been a strategy I've had all my life. This week I've been watching The Boys, as usual. Episode that dropped on Friday was crazy. They introduced a new character in the movie, a TV show. I don't know if you ever read the comics, Louie, or seen the TV show. This character's called Love Dick. Love that. Okay. All right. The, his superpower is the fact that his <laughs> third leg can grow out like an octopus appendage. You already appendage. said dick. Yeah, yeah, his yeah. dick can grow out, and it just like wraps around people. He's like plastic man penis. Yeah, it's 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 terrifying. It's <laughs> Mr. Fantastic, but Mr. Fantastic, but yes. only for his dick. Yeah, uh, I watched Love Guaranteed, which is like about a TV show where a, guy, a movie where a guy has has gone on a thousand online dates. Kind of sounds like you. I also watch this. 
Nothing felt so close to my life than watching that man tell me he went on a thousand online dates. I was like, oh my God, they must have stole my high, my college life story, man. Uh, I've been watching a lot of TV show or a lot of YouTube videos about the F-35 Lightning C, which is the Navy's fighter jet variant, their new fighter jet variant. And then I'm also tempted to watch rewatch Star Wars, and I've been watching a new TikToker named Monica Akisamet. She's Polish. She's a fencer, bronze medalist. That does she fence I, I, on her TikTok, or is it other things? She talks about other things, but she is a bronze medalist, U.S. Olympian fencer. I feel like this girl is stupid attractive, knowing you. She may or may not have like a qualified modeling career. It's whatever. Yeah, I, I should have figured with you. That is what I've watched this week besides the two TV shows you guys have been recommending me to watch for the past like two podcasts. Now. Have you started Euphoria or Chernobyl? No. <laughs> Whatever. You're a lost cause. Let's, yeah, he's a lost cause. I'm not getting into it. Caleb, what have you been running with? Uh, I watched the new Enola Holmes movie on Netflix. Ooh, I want to see that. banger. Return to form for Netflix. Uh, Henry Cavill, a person that's coming up later in the news. Plays a great Sherlock Holmes. Millie Bobby Brown, great in everything she does. Plays a fantastic Enola Holmes. It's a cool detective thriller uh, with a little twist following a 16-year-old girl instead of our normal hero, Sherlock. But yeah, no, really good. Uh, fun little, like, coming-of-age slash mystery slash romance slash action movie. Kind of think- hits all the boxes. I think this might be the most jacked Sherlock Holmes we have ever seen on oh, yeah. screen ever. Henry Cavill as Sherlock Holmes, yeah. Cavill is an imposing Holmes, that's for sure. He's so built like a brick house. More buff than Iron Man. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the other, with, the other thing suit. I've been watching is uh, The Expanse on Amazon Prime. Have you guys seen it or heard of it? Yeah, isn't it the one? It's like, isn't it? Uh, isn't Halle Berry the lead, or is, she, is that a different one? That's a different one. It's a different one? Okay, so no, I have not seen this then. It's like a, it's a cool, super cool sci-fi show. I just finished the first season. Never heard of it before as big of like a sci-fi nut as I am. And somehow it's got like five seasons on Amazon. So very excited to keep diving into that. Definitely have seen it on there, but I have not watched any of it. It's super cool. It's like a, it's like a political thriller set in like 2300 as like Earth and Mars are on the brink of war. It's pretty cool. Bro, I'm already, I'm already living a political thriller. <laughs> it's called our everyday lives in the U.S. Yeah. Too close to home. I forgot to say that I, uh, what you, what I've been watching because I just got so jacked on Lakers because you know Lakers. Why not? Um, but uh, I've been watching um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer with my son. Oh, oh that's Ooh. fantastic. Vince is a he's a junior in high school. We're we're in season three now, so senior year. Um, he's learned that he shouldn't have sex with a vampire because it might hurt their souls, and and you know. So it's we a good got life that. lesson. Uh, kinda, That's a great life a lesson. Thing. Never learned so, that one. Vince is like so, the most pop culturally educated kid I think on the face of the planet. And then um, the other night, we decided his mom and sister were gone, so we were like we busted out Saving Private Ryan for the first time. Oh, mind you, mind you, we watched Stripes like two nights earlier, so we got some, you know, two different army, very different army movies. Your first time watching Save It Private Ryan for anyone is an experience. I I, I remember where I was. You did, yeah, yeah. Isn't it? It's kind of one of those things, like when you. I think 
followed closely by Hacksaw Ridge. Mm. Mm. That opening scene of Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, I remember exactly where I was when I was when I watched that. I was in a trailer, and I had this like little TV setup. Why? I think uh, we didn't have a house yet. My parents were like moving houses, so they were in their okay. living, they were in their bedroom sleeping, and I was in this like the, the living room area. And I'm like lit, watching the scene super loud, might I add you. And then my dad didn't come out and tell me to turn it down because it was like I knew what it was. It was Saving Private Ryan. You need to watch that super loud. So it was cool. I remember seeing it in the theater at Ninth Street, and uh, I was there with my wife now, girlfriend then, and my roommate and another friend. We'd all driven to separately and like when it was over we just kind of like got up and walked out out you know no words everybody got to their cars and just drove away because it was pretty impactful was the so, theater in the same place yeah the one on night yeah. yeah really mm-hmm. so that same thing happened to me and my friends when we went and saw uh american sniper same thing happened sure. to me for that movie all of us all of us were like super jacked to go see it we saw it we walked out of there dead silent no one wanted to talk you know the radio wasn't even on that's how like quiet we were and to go one step further on the american sniper it's the very last scene oh the yeah. very very oh, final yeah. scene that creates that morose tone if it would have just ended with him coming back home from the war like it probably would have left in a better mood but that very final scene with the guy who ended up killing chris Chow in real life like that like put it in a morose tone yeah Slightly Vince was so convinced it was going to be Tom Hanks that was the old man in the final thing. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that that, uh, right. that ending there. You see My him fa- at the very beginning. You're like, you know, oh, oh, that must be Tom Hanks. Okay, yeah, that was really good. I remember, I remember that scene, that speech he goes off with with his like man. He's like, "What's the pool on me up to? Three hundred dollars? Three hundred dollars? I'm a school teacher." I remember. I know that entire speech. It's such a good speech. Yeah, it's, it was good. It was. It was good. He he's pretty sure he does not want to join the military now. <laughs> <clears throat> this would be a bad time to say that, man. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say anything about you know. Just he has choices, and he's probably not going to choose that. So fair enough. We'll leave it at that. Uh, switching off into a little bit of news. First up on the docket, the Xbox Series X, the next generation of Xbox officially has a storage expansion card for sale, confirming that you will be able to expand the storage on the box. The same as previous consoles, I would be surprised if the PS5 wasn't the same. Did you so, guys buy expansions for your consoles? Um, I just make the hard decision every once in a while. Deleting a game? Yeah. You gotta, yep. like, I got to make some cuts. Like You got to keep the roster the same size. It's, it's, a sad, it's a sad day in any gamer's world, but yeah. If you buy them on like the console, it's kind of easier because then you can just re-download them whenever and you don't have to keep discs. Exactly. So having an Xbox myself, I've definitely been in this situation Alex talking about where to preserve and buy a new game or buy a new DLC pack or something like that, there's definitely been choices where like you have to delete one game so you can create more space. And if you have a disc, then that's fine. You can just reinstall it. But Alec mentioned like if you digitally buy it, Xbox Marketplace or PlayStation Marketplace will save it so you can just re-download it. It's it's annoying that like these extra storage spaces, just what's the Xbox extra storage? It's like 200 extra bucks or something like that. Yeah, the but that's the branded one. I have a feeling that there's going to be non like Xbox branded ones that are available. Cause like with the PS4, I bought just like a extra hard drive and I took the PS4 apart and put the new hard drive in. 
Yeah, like uh, some people were able to like convert like flash drives on the Xbox or something like that. Like people find a way to jerry rig it. It's just still so asinine that like why not just pump in the extra storage space on the consoles themselves and just save me money? Because then, then they're going to be more expensive consoles. Why would they do that? Yeah. Why would they? <laughs> why would they make sense? Capitalism. It shouldn't be that more. You know, memory isn't that expensive for them. It's yeah, yeah except exactly. for they're using they're using solid state drives now instead of hard disk drives. So I mean, it's a little more expensive. Terabyte solid state drive costs upwards of a hundred bucks. Obviously, they're getting manufacturer discounts, but still. Mm -hmm. I mean, you produce them by the millions. By the millions. Uh, moving on to the next thing, Henry Cavill refusing to comment on his return as Superman. There's been a bunch of rumors swirling around that he signed a new deal to return as Superman in the DC uh, cinematic universe. First off, how do we feel about Cavill as Superman? Do you Are you guys a fan? And second, what do you think is going to happen here? Louie, you want to take it? You've oh. seen more Supermans than me. Um, well, I'm I'm gonna say Christopher Reeve was is thus the best Superman. He's the one I grew up with. He's the one you know that I saw in the theater. Um, I guess I've seen a couple of them now, but he so he's the first one. And kind of like Michael Keaton, I thought Michael Keaton is the best Batman. So, um, yeah, yeah. But having said that, I thought Cavill was fine. It's just he's kind of stiff. I don't see much interesting in him. He's so. much more Geralt than he is Superman, I think. I think Geralt was a great role for him. Yes. Yeah. Uh, on The Witcher on Netflix. No, I absolutely agree. So I rem the first Superman I ever remember seeing was the Brandon Routh um, Superman Returns. But I will say the Christopher Reeve Superman was one I saw not long after. I liked Henry Cavill a lot as Superman. I think... The first one, Man of Steel, he was a little stiff, but he started, I think, growing into the role by Man of Steel. And Justice League, he was one of the better part in a bad movie, which isn't saying much for Justice League, but I do think he really came into his own and had that little bit more, I don't, how do I say it? Like a little more quirky, funny, lively Superman role in Justice League that I think he finally came into. And correct me if I'm wrong, Caleb, these all kind of started swirling up when I saw reports how Zack Snyder was doing reshoots for the Justice League Snyder cut and Ben Affleck was in and then people thought at first Henry Cavill was in then all of a sudden he wasn't or yeah which also I mean that can be a side story off this if you got to shoot more scenes for your cut then the cut never existed <laughs> right it's that's fair yep it's like the Trevor cut of uh the last Star Wars movie right yeah you wrote it but you never put it all out there. Yep. Alec, what you got on Cavill? All right. So me, Cavill, you know, he's just, he just doesn't stand out as a Superman to me. I'm sorry. It's just one of those things. I feel like he looks like Superman. Like if you walk down the street and you saw this man, as jacked as he is, as big as he is, to find facial features as he is, the hair cue, he's, he looks like Superman, right? But he doesn't have that, like, he doesn't jump off like the comic book Superman. He doesn't jump off at me and kind of act like the Justice League Superman that I'm more associated with. Um, yeah, he is he's not my favorite Superman, but I really haven't, I haven't seen the Christopher Reeves one. And I did see the Superman Return one. Wasn't really impressed with that Superman as well. So Superman's a tough superhero to, like, kind of embody, though. 
I don't know. I might be alone in this take, but I'm not a huge Superman guy to begin with. Me too. I actually really don't yeah, like true. Superman as a superhero. I would have loved perfect. to have seen the Nick Cage version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would also like to see the Henry Cowell version with the mustache left on. Oh, God. The Mission Impossible mustache. Yeah. That would be awesome. Did you guys? Yep. Okay. I was like watching this like one like movie. I think they're called Raiders of the Lost Art podcast. They have this like really good movie. Movie po- Do you know about them, Louis? No, you were scaring me that you were saying. I thought you were being like uh, Spider Man in, in Civil War with. I saw this really oh. good movie, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, no. Uh, and I, you, I, I was having heart palpitations there. Have you seen this like old movie with the yeah. walkie thingies? <laughs> no, uh, but these, these guys, they have a good podcast. They break down uh, films. I see, I see them on TikTok and Facebook every once in a while, but they talked about how Henry Cavill in Mission Impossible like reloads his biceps. Oh, like, yeah. He does this before he like goes and fights Tom Cruise. And I couldn't stop. Like When you brought that up, I can't stop thinking about that fact where he just goes, and, and like during the trailer, during the trailer, the music matches up to where it literally sounds like he's like reloading yeah. his arms. Yeah, that is. You know, yeah. it, Caleb, you actually touched on something right there. I enjoy, like, I enjoy Henry Cavill's Superman, but I'm with you where Superman's just always been kind of like one of these invincible god level characters where it's like, it's, I don't want to say it. It's not like fun when he can just beat the shit out of anybody anytime he wants. Like you, you want like your heroes to have like internal conflicts and like guys that they really have to struggle with and don't have to worry about finding like kryptonite around every other corner of new york city at a starbucks or something like that that's why there, smallville um, is the best superman there was one funny meme that i saw where someone was talking about like superman making fun of batman then they started talking about their qualifications that they didn't have powers like batman would be a genius and a billionaire flash would be a genius uh criminal psychologist Green Lantern would be a pirate pilot. And they're like, all right, that settles it. Superman is the only one who's useless with no powers. Oh, yeah. He'd just be a reporter, right? <laughs> yeah. Be a farm boy. Farm boy. Be a farm boy. Yeah. Actually, yeah. If you're going to talk Man of Steel, my favorite character in Man of Steel has got to be uh, – Jesus, why am I blanking on the actor's name? It's basically his dad. No, his dad. Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Kevin Costner as a as – a, God, geez, why am I blanking? All right, what's Superman's? Uh, Mr. Kent. Yeah, Mr. Kent. Yeah, damn, that doesn't happen to me very often with comic book characters. That's why I don't like Superman. I just don't pay attention to him at all. Yeah, but yeah, I liked him as, like, I feel like he was the perfect dad for Superman. There's a cool line of comics that I did like that is Superman. Uh, American Alien. Max Landis wrote him, who's now, like, not a very great dude, but... Uh, he wrote a cool a cool line of Superman comics where he's more like human than he is Superman, I guess. He doesn't have a whole lot of his powers. It's a lot more down to earth, but yeah, that that's always been my big thing is in your head Superman should never be able to be stopped. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in the comics like he'd always get like a new power to basically overthrow this new villain that they created every time. Like, and he has like, on, he has like the most ridiculous power list ever. Uh, yet somehow they find kryptonite everywhere. Yeah. There's just an infinite supply of kryptonite. Basically. Yeah. Speaking of comic book movies slash comic books in general, uh, Marvel pushing all of their movies back. Uh, Eternals will be on February 12th. When is the. May 29th for Black Widow. 
Doctor Strange in the Multiverse in November, and then Thor, Love and Thunder back to 2022. 2020 will be the first movie, first year without a Marvel movie since 2007. Disney, if Disney wants to see me drop $50 right now, all they need to do is just put it on Disney Plus. Just one of them. One of them on Disney Plus, I will drop $49.99 to see that right now. Honestly, I probably would too. Yeah, and then it wouldn't be buy. It would be like rent, and you have 24 hours to watch it. And so, so Caleb, that list you just mentioned, that does not include the Disney Plus shows, correct? Yeah, so Falcon and Winter Soldier also pushed back to around the same day as uh, Black Widow because they are very heavily tied together. That makes WandaVision the first one that will come out on Disney Plus now. And that's this December that comes out. Yeah, December. We'll go Mando right right into uh, WandaVision. And we are now just a month away from Mando. That's true. October 30th. Are we going to switch over to Mando? You are Mandalorian. Oh, totally. Any day Mando talk. Any Any day Mando talk? Yeah. Have you well, you missed like- you missed the Mando talk last week. How excited are you for season two? Oh, um, it's 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 so. Uh, I've been talking about this a lot with with my friends. That it's it's the expansion of a world that you know. I think I think this format actually is the experiment that that the the seven eight nine could have should have been. You're taking a place and and how many hours was that in season one? Like Ten? six hours. Oh yeah, no, because they were yeah, you know, six hours to tell a narrative, and they're going to do that again with this season, you know, roughly, and you know, it doesn't feel like you're jumping from planet to planet to planet like you did in episode nine, where all of these things, and so I feel like you're you're it's a much better format for for telling the stories. I will argue that that's what episode eight was. I, I will still die on the hill that episode eight is one of the best Star Wars movies ever made. Just because it was trying to expand the universe so much. Sure, sure. I, I, but the the way that because they didn't just let John Favreau do this or Dave yeah. Filoni do this, they let only, you know, they they had Abrams and they had Ryan. Ryan well, that, that was with you know, Ka- was, yeah, Ryan Johnson. It was the Kathleen Kennedy verse, right? That was yeah. like when she had a lot of control. It's I hate to like put her on like fire like that, but it really was that she was in control of this creativity. Yeah. If you're the creative director for all three movies and they have different directors, then it falls on you. Yeah. And then, but you see um, Disney, Bob Iger and their new CEO is like Dave Filoni, John Favreau, George Lucas. This is your ship. Now you guys take the helm and you're obviously seeing the success that they're having with the Mandalorian. So I just, I really can't wait for these guys. Oh, oh, sorry. Sorry. No, go for it. Louis. Louis. Um, I also saw this week that now Disney Plus is going to do a, a Nick Fury one. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so we didn't touch on that. Good call. That's going to be coming is out. It, yeah, that, is it called The Fury Files or is it just, is it just Nick, Nick Fury? I don't think there's an actual name, but if it's not The Fury Files, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> I remember just, that leak happened a while ago, but yeah. And they just got a large name director for that, didn't they? Or someone who's directed a large... Um, project before something like that they just got big name tied to that i think i did not see it i'll take the silences no one knows i saw it and i forgot it's all good going back on star wars two points on um what we were talking about i agree with louie where the spaghetti western style that is the mandalorian 
it, it provided a cool new perspective in a sort of time frame where movie television show wise like we haven't seen a whole lot of like the post empire fall and I'm curious, one of the things I was talking about is if we'll see like a rise of the First Order in one of the seasons of The Mandalorian or something like that. And then to go on what you said on Episode 8, I am with Caleb. I think Episode 8 is a great movie that took risks. I, I enjoyed uh, the direction that it took the movies, and but you can totally tell between 8 and 9 there was no communication and there was a lot of retconning shit that they tried to do in Episode 8. And honestly, to this day, I still will argue that episode nine would have been better if you broke it into two movies. It also would have been better if Ryan Johnson just got to direct it. Hey, it's okay. We'll get our own trilogy with Ryan Johnson. He, but he, he was too busy giving us Knives Out. Hey, uh, hey you're going to hit a sore spot with me and Ross no, there no, no, if we no, start. No, no. I'm, okay. not, I'm not hating Ryan. Not, he was probably contractually obligated and couldn't come back and do nine in their time frame. Probably. But yeah, you're probably right. Knives FYI, out such the a good guy, movie. The, the person who's going to work on uh, the Fury show is Kyle Bradstreet. You're like, who's that guy? He gave you Mr. The Robot, Mr. right? Mr. Robot. Yeah. Yes, that's oh. it. That's what I remember. That's what I was thinking of. Yep. It's a and great I show. I love Mr. Robot. I still haven't seen the final season. I don't think I have either. I, I guess I lost that. Season, so. Because it's, it's still not free on Amazon Prime, which, what the fuck? Oh, oh, I just realized tonight, nine o'clock. On FX, the next day on Hulu, Fargo is on. Oh, I've never been a Fargo rock. guy. Oh, have you not watched it, or you tried no. and didn't? Never oh, tried. I've seen the movie Fargo. Oh, Argo. I'm thinking of Argo. Ar- yeah, Argo. I'm talking Fargo with an F. My bad. Yeah. Um, have you not seen that movie either? I've, I've seen, seen the movie. I haven't seen the TV show. Oh, neither. Fantastic shows. Every season is its own season. Like, out, oh, you know, so it's like, like True Detective. Yeah, but yeah, I guess I was trying to figure out which one came out first. But American yes. Horror Story isn't that the same thing? Yeah. Yeah. Well, because on FX, it's kind of in that same model, right? But Ooh, yeah, American um, Horror Story. <laughs> I never watch it. Jesus. This this Fargo is a great show, and they have the elements of the Coen Brothers' 1996 classic. Mm. Oh, nice. Okay. The movie's fantastic. I will dive into the show. Who's in this season? Since it's this a new class, is, Chris Rock is the is the lead. Oh, then I'm definitely watching it. Yeah, and and I I could say you could watch it without having seen the other three seasons, and it, and it should there there shouldn't be any massive continuity. Perfect. That's ideal. <laughs> uh, do we want to hop into some sports now? I know uh, Louis chomping at the bit. <laughs> Do we want to go MLB or NBA first? Which one is your team's not doing good in, Louie? Neither. None of them. None. I, not great, one. I mean, the not Cubs do play in the worst division in baseball this year, but. What are you talking two. about? They have not one, not two, not three, but four teams from the NL Central are in the Major League playoffs. Yeah, it's because they were all just good enough to beat each other a couple of times. Well, no, they had Pittsburgh. Well, yeah, uh, too. Pittsburgh That'll and do. Kansas City allowed for – because. In the American League, you have Cleveland, the White Sox, and Minnesota all made it. And that, that's who they played in this, in this bracket. So the central divisions provided seven of the 16. How, you haven't been on to talk about the 16. Before we get into the, the actual who's in the playoffs, how do you feel about the 16 teams? I think 16 to me was like it was a uh, let's, let's do this to see what we can do 
The DH was also that thing. Let's see what we can do. That's um, not going away, I don't think. No, the DH no, is it shouldn't stay. The DH will stay. But um, and I think they want to keep the the sixteen teams. Um, but the thing of it is, as soon as as soon as the Dodgers get knocked out in in you know three games to Milwaukee because they you know or something like that once first that team happens, ever to make the playoffs under five hundred. Right, and and they bank they knock out the Dodgers in three games or two games, then it's over. Yeah. Now, if mm-hmm. if it goes um, and the it's the Dodgers and the Cubs and the Braves and Padres all win, it goes chalk in the in the NL and the AL. Nobody will care. But if you have some massive upsets like that, um, people are going to be pissed. I just think it doesn't make it as special. Like you play you play 162 games. The regular, I mean, obviously this year's different. It's only 60 games, but in a regular season where you play 162 games, what's the point of like? grinding those 162 if you're going to take over half the teams in i think and, the oh go ahead ross i see i think that the 16 we were talking about i think it's just an experimental thing this year i really doubt that they'll keep it at 16 we may see it go to like 14 maybe but i really doubt that they'll keep it at 16 after this year if they do it 16 they need to drop the regular season they need to cut it back to maybe 144 which is what it used to be God, back, back in the to the through the fifties or whatever. Yeah, um, you could do that. Shorten your regular season um, because think about the number of innings your your staff would be having to do if you had to do that many rounds of playoffs on top of. Oh yeah, you're talking season. about guys pushing like two fifty every year. Right. Yeah. Which yeah again wasn't that much back in the day. That's true. Chris Sale <laughs> will go out there and throw two hundred fifty till his arm falls off, but and it is. And hey. That's a, <laughs> a sore subject. Sorry, man. It's okay. We're about to get Kumar Rocker. It's okay. We're actually probably not because for some reason the Red Sox are winning baseball games at the end of the year. That's exactly when you need to do it when you're not in the playoffs. Let's yeah, win exactly. as many as you need to. Let's take a series from the Rays and take a series from the Braves uh, and take a series from the Orioles in the last two weeks of the season. Oh, yeah. Totally great idea, guys. And My I'm favorite. Just, Go ahead, Ross. Um, I'm sitting here as the Giants fan where we, we had a chance Just to missed. win and get in, and this team can't – for a team that we talked about their offense all year, they couldn't get one run in like three or four innings to get into the playoffs. Should have had Pablo. I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter. Just the shouldn't, have, shouldn't have gotten rid of Pablo. They lost the heart now and soul. <laughs> we lost the, the heart. Yeah. Him and panda, Hunter. Panda, right? Pablo I, Panda. I hate yep. Paulo Sandoval, but that's a Well, you have story. every reason to hate him. Yeah, yeah you do have every, every reason, reason to love him, but but Red Sox fans have to hate him. And Hanley well, Ramirez. I, th- yeah, I mean, he did give us the gif of him literally exploding a belt trying to swing a baseball bat <laughs> in a Major League Baseball game. His belt exploded. Are you still paying him? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 16 mil this year. That's part he... of the reason Mookie's a Dodger. But, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yep. I think he was like Thanks, up Tom. there in terms of like worst contracts ever. Oh yeah, Pablo Sandoval, there? and then uh, little OSU pride Jacoby Ellsbury is up there. He's got one of the worst like like worst ever signing deals ever. I, I I'm still upset that he turned coded and went from the Red Sox to the Yankees, but I'm so glad the Red Sox didn't pay him two hundred million dollars. <laughs> yeah, the Yankees did. They're still paying him. Uh, you know, Don Browski's gonna get to fuck over Mike Trout next. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Kenny Rosenthal has got him listed as the next Angels GM. So, he'll, well, I mean, here's the thing though: he'll probably get Trout a ring. I, I don't, 
have any ill will towards Dombrowski. He got brought in to win a championship, and that's what yeah. he did. He emptied the entire farm system and put a bunch of guys on terrible contracts, but he won a ring. Now it's up to uh, now it's up to our guy Hein Bloom to bring us back to the promised land. That dude sounds like something out of the Hitler Youth. In Heim, well, in actually, Heim I think the opposite. You're not wrong. I think the opposite of the Hitler Youth. If we're oh, being honest. Okay. Okay. Uh, in Heim, we trust. All right. All right. In Heim, we trust. Now that Louis said that, I don't know how to. All right now, in we trust. <laughs> let's let's wrap up this baseball before moving on to ML onto the NBA and let's make some quick fire predictions. Should, we should probably feeling? list off who's actually in the playoffs because we forgot to do that. That's For the MLB? Yeah. On the AL got, side. Yeah, I got it up too. Who do you got? On the AL side, we've got Tampa Bay playing the Blue Jays. Uh, the the Indians Buffalo. playing the Yankees. Yeah, the Buffalo Blue Jays. Are we going to uh, say who we think is going to win as, as you announce them off? Sure, we could do that. All right. All right. Rays, Jays. I'm taking Jays. Rays. 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 Rays are good. Uh, Obviously, I'm not. Really good. Obviously, I'm the one that hasn't been watching the MLB as much. <laughs> uh, Indians, Yankees, Yankees, Cleveland, Cleveland. Ah, I think this is gonna be tough. I think this will be closer than we think. I mean, I'm trying to. I don't know, man. I'll go Yankees. Mind you, my baseball knowledge is like maybe mm. pre 2010. That'll probably. That's the last win. time the Yankees won a World Series. So. There's a zinger. It's good. Damn. Uh, Twins, Astros. Twins. 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 I don't even want Houston to win. I don't care. I'm pissed they're there. I never, yeah. I never think the Twins are going to win, man. They're just lucky it's they don't the Yankees like they normally do. But Twins haven't won anything in a long time. I'm just going to go with Houston to be a contrarian here. Twins haven't Twins? even won a game since 2004. They're yeah. 0-16. Twins are terrible in the, play, in the postseason. Twins have, but the Twins have every single MLB fan base on their side to th- this year. Yep. Well, they normally do too, because normally they play the Yankees in the postseason. That's true. Uh, the the Twins, I also just hate the AL Central in general because, like, in a normal year, they get thirty eight games against the uh the Royals oh. and the Tigers. Like, <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yep. Um, aren't the Orioles in your division? <laughs> they weren't the worst team in the AL East this year. No, your team was. Yeah, sure. Oh. We're. But we also right. usually have the best offense in baseball, like division for division. So, yeah. Uh, okay. A's White Sox. This is this, the matchup I'm looking at. This White is the one I'm watching every game of. This is a tough matchup. This may be the best series of the first round of MLB postseason. The White Sox have limped in though. They they just they what is it like won one game in the last week? Yeah, I think they went one and five over the last week. Yeah, so they and they they are looking terrible with the bats. So I'm the I'm gonna go with Oakland. So good though. Yeah, but it's also Giolito's first time. It's that's true. It's a lot of their a lot of those guys first times other than Keuchel. Yeah, and and Grandal. I think the A's are probably gonna win, but I would love to see the White Sox win. Did you you probably didn't see it, but the Cubs and Sox had a series this weekend, and Wilson Contreras did a bat flip so high yes, that I saw in this. the replay of his home run, you could see the bat in the sky and his ball landing in right field. <laughs> that, that was one of the funniest damn things I've ever seen. 
Oh, I love that. It was a phenomenal bat didn't, flip. Didn't they, like, throw at him, like, the next day be after that? Yep, he got hit uh, his next time up. And then his his final at bat in the ninth inning against a position player throwing because they were down 9 nothing. Um, he went yard again. And didn't and when Javi Baez the came up fly. after him and hit left-handed and hit a double to the wall. Hey, and when he got beamed, he flipped the bat on that too, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. He's like, thank you for first. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. Uh, Walked over. But over on the I, NL side. Oh, wait, no. You didn't, hey. Yeah, you didn't get to co. Who do you think? A's. A's? Ra? Uh, Alec? Oh, Sox. Nick Madrigal. What do you want me to say? <laughs> it's Andrew weird Spry. hearing uh, people call the White Sox the Sox. Not going to lie. Sorry. White Sox. No, it's okay. It's just the, weird. Uh, the other socks. Okay, I'm sorry. Your team didn't make it into the playoffs. In a right? regular, in a regular year, nobody outside of the South Side of Chicago calls them the socks. Yeah. Uh, over on the NL side, we've got the Dodgers and the Brewers. Dodgers winning. Give me, give me the Brewers. I mean, I'm not happy about it, but it's going to be the Dodgers. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to run with an NL Central parlay. And okay. so I'm, I'm, I'm with the Brewers all the way. You're with the Yelly gang? Yep. Uh, I, should, I should be writing the these down so I can, like, see how I, they I think the Dodgers project these out. Yep. Uh, San Diego and St. Louis. Padres. Pa- yeah, I'll go with, uh, was it Grand Slam City? Slam Diego? Slam Diego, that's it. It should be them, but their they're best pitcher's a little banged up, and the Cardinals have – I don't know. They're crazy. Um, I I can see Jack Flaherty actually leading them to a game one win and then moving moving beyond. Here's my I'm on the same boat with the with the Cardinals. I, I think the Cardinals could be this year's like Nationals, just sweeping through. Mm-hmm. They're good. They're a tough team. They're a tough team. Uh, they are a tough team. Cubs Marlins. It's so weird to see the Marlins in the postseason. It really is. Cubbies. Chicago. We got you, and we got Kyle Hendricks. They're gonna they're gonna take care of it and move on to the next round. You Darvish has been insane at the yep. towards the end of the season. Stupid good. Hendricks Wait, and Hendricks had the most. He he threw the most innings. He he's got a two eight eight ERA, and no one talks about him. Hendricks is don't, always don't just there. He's always the guy. He's a Yeah, I did. Louis's been on too many advising uh, appointments this week. <laughs> He's like, you got a two-point GPA. This is great. I'm like, no. Yes. No, no. You'd make an all-star team without you. <laughs> uh, Braves, Reds to round it out. Braves. I, see, I think Cincinnati's another upset so special because they're going to they're gonna roll out Sonny Gray, and they're going to roll out Luis Castillo, and they're going to roll out Trevor Bauer in game three if they need to. Tre- Trevor Bauer's going game one and that's a win like trevor bauer is not going to lose this postseason his team might lose but trevor bauer is not going to i'm with you i do think the reds are we need to be on serious upset watch with the reds i don't know i just don't want to bet against the braves braves offense is insane cincinnati Cincinnati. i'm going with cincinnati also do you want to make any real quick so that that was the last game right yeah yeah we want to make so we we picked all the first rounders, but, but do we want to make just our quick prediction of World Series? A's Padres. Padres win in six. I'll take 
Mm. Feel, uh... I'm, feeling, I'm, I'm feeling Chicago. You're feeling Chicago? Which one? Both. Yeah, be more oh, specific. Both. Just kidding. Both. That's that would be incredible. That, that would that's be possible. Real. So I would say Crosstown Chicago, Chicago. Crosstown rivalry Crosstown in rival the World Series. That'd be really cool. Played in played in played Texas. in Texas. Yeah, yeah, I'll take I'll take Chicago, Chicago. Cause I feel like one of them's gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, a repeat of 2020 or 2016 Cubs versus Cleveland. Oh, okay. okay. No one in this world is ever gonna say I want to go with a repeat for 2020. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh. Yeah, no. It's the reboot. The reboot the of, boot, 20, of what should have happened in 2016, maybe happens in 2020. All right. I I think the A's come out of the AL side, and as I'm sitting on the NL, I'm torn between the Braves and the Cubs. But because one, two of us have already thrown out the Cubs, I'll just mix it up for variety's sake and go A's Braves. Nobody's going with the Dodgers, huh? Best team in mm. baseball coming in. They'll blow it at some point. Yeah, yeah they always do. Show, uh, should we create back brackets for this so we, later on when we get to the World Series area, we have we come back on and we'd be like, oh, my bracket was busted in like the first day, which is probably what's going to happen to mine. We could do that. Dave Roberts is going to sit all of his best players because it's a lefty-lefty matchup and they're going to lose. We'll talk offline. Yeah. yeah. Just a lot of Chris Taylor and Kiki Hernandez. Yeah. Right? No, mm -hmm. we, don't, we don't need Bellinger in the game. We don't need, uh, <laughs> we don't need jo Jock in the game. My, my bracket's going to be so good because I have no idea what I'm doing. And that's how you always win brackets. That's how you win brackets. All <laughs> right, Louie. The time you've been waiting for. And he's sitting here with his Lakers versus Trailblazers background on his Zoom wallpaper. That's uh, Mind you, that is uh, that's uh, number eight Kobe. That, yeah. is, that, that is number eight Kobe. That's, that's Uncle Kobe Cliff Robinson hair. there in the Blazer Uni. Yeah, it is. It's mm -hmm. old school. Who's on this team? Shaq. Brian Shaw and Slick Rick Fox. Slick Rick Fox, that is. Which was the better Kobe? The better Kobe? Eight or 24. Eight was a killer. Eight 24 a had more stuff to his game. Eight was – his athleticism was, was phenomenal. He could do yeah. everything. That's a, that's a quick Kobe. You only get to put one jersey in the rafter. Which one is it? I'd put 24 then. Yeah. yeah. That's because he, he got those two titles. I mean, yes, he had Powell and Lamar, and, but those were his teams. Those were his things. He, the other ones are Shaq's titles. Shaq's and his to share. Together. Yeah. 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 But, no, 24. But you don't have to. You get – he's got both of them up. Yeah. Yeah. I really wanted it to be Celtics-Lakers. I wanted it to be back to the old days. I wanted to be able to tweet hashtag beat LA again. The Boston-LA rivalry is a is an – underrated one in sports i think in all of sports though i will throw out before louis goes off on the lakers the heat are a fun team oh they're scary they're they're mm -hmm. scary bobby hero we were talking about this a little bit before we hopped on this pod talent wise the celtics could go match pretty evenly with the lakers but the celtics not the celtics excuse me the heat's consistency like these guys are dogs and Louis said it best, like Jimmy Butler leading the team, he is an absolute ma madman. And after bouncing from team to team for Jimmy Butler, he's finally found himself a group of dogs. Like they want to win as badly as he does. And this is a young team with him. Jimmy, uh, Tyler Hero is emerged as like just 
star for them. Bam, James Crowder, Drogic has been tearing it up forever, it feels like, on the Heat. Like, is Kelly Olynyk still good. on that team? Yeah. He is. Yeah. Remember when Kenny Olynyk was the dude in Boston? He's going to have good minutes. He'll have good minutes out there, I, I think. And I'm, we, we can't forget a Blazer fan chiming in here. <laughs> Myers Leonard <laughs> sitting on the bench still for the Heat, seeing oh zero minutes. Yeah. Well, he'll, maybe he'll do better than my, uh, Plumlee did on the, on the last second shot defending. That's um, true. Defending AD a couple weeks, a couple nights ago. <laughs> I, Honestly. I'm worried. I don't like the matchup because uh, the Lakers have advanced the last three rounds because nobody on the other teams could guard AD and LeBron. And the Heat actually have people that could guard AD and LeBron, which means then Kuzma or, you know, then I'm relying on the, the, the second and third level guys to, to score. And that bothers right. me. You got to be scared um, of Andre Iguodala. You always have to be square, scared of Andre Iguodala in the playoffs. Well, you know, he's – and I don't know if you watched it all tonight, but he was the one out there in the fourth quarter, not Dragic. Oh, yeah. Dragic mm-hmm. wasn't playing. It was, it was Hero, Duncan Robinson, uh, Bam, Butler, and, and Iguodala. Did you? So that was a tough, tough – That I'm looking at that closing five, and I'm like, so that you put Bam on AD, and you yep. put a- AD, or you put Iguodala or Butler back to back. You know, they can play off each other, and they, they – they can stay so once you know, they're not fatigued completely. Yeah, so they're fresh, right? So, and Crowder's gonna Crowder's good size, so he can he can do a little bit of banging on him too. So the one um, thing I'll say about Crowder, I, I wasn't able to see completely all this game, but he's been ice. They've been feeding the teams. The Celtics gave him a lot of shots beyond the arc this series, and he did not hit many at all this series. Good. He. He used most of them last series that the he played. I don't know if he's just when I told, but if he starts hitting some of those, it should be danger I zone. I hate to think that I have to count on Dwight Howard again like we did to win the <laughs> – Dwight Howard was huge against the Nuggets, and yeah, we might need to have him on there. So that way Bam has to be guarding him instead of AD, and then it kind of moves along. So, so I'll be curious to see what Frank Vogel does. He hasn't played much of uh, JaVale McGee since the Portland series and um, I'm going to need something out of, out of, I'd like to see some production out of the centers because otherwise I got to rely on Rondo and Caruso and KCP and Danny green for offense. So those guys are good. They're great. I've always been a fan of Rondo. Yeah. Not as a main guy though. You don't want to, you don't want to rely on Rondo, but he's a great role player. He's, he's a phenomenal second unit guy. Yeah, he comes in yep. the first sub when LeBron comes out, and he runs the offense and runs it through AD, and and he's been really effective. He, I, I swear though, he takes threes, and I'm saying no, 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 and he hits them. And then when I'm like, yeah, take, oh, that's a brick. <laughs> so I, I can't figure yeah. out his rotation when it when it leaves his hand. I'm not not liking it. So. Yep. All right, Alec, you ready? What are we doing? I'm Is it time? Oh. <laughs> Humble brag. We're not going to talk NFL? Cool. Nothing excited really happened this week besides yeah. the Fitz Magic Russell, Russell Wilson going up. Uh, that was a close game, might I add you. Yeah, very close game. Yeah. Fitz five Magic. T- five tutters, I think, right? Yeah, he went for five, dude. It was he crazy. has 14 through the first three weeks of the season. My fantasy team loves him. 
<clears throat> Don't doubt it. Uh, me as a Seattle fan loves him. All right, the humble brag. Let's go. This is pretty laid back, I feel like. But I'm like, I went to prom as a freshman with a senior girl. Was it a pity date? Oh, mind you, I'm going to show you a photo of me as a was, freshman. Was this High like Spider-Man ho- Homecoming when Liz, like, pity went with Peter? My school, we all went to prom because there was, like, 180 kids in my school. <laughs> There was like 300-some kids at my school, and it was only juniors and seniors. So you I had, had 1,200 kids in my, high, in my high school. Didn't go to every prom. Let's see if I find it. I know I have the photo. Can't even imagine 1,200 people in a school. Can you imagine 300? Small. Not really. It's super small. My cousin, was telling, my cousin grew up in like L.A. This is back in the day when you could throw a rager. He's like, we had a thousand kids come to our house one time for a party. And I was like, a thousand people? A thousand? That's like one third of my entire city's population. Yeah, I was going to say that's one third of my city, my town's population too. Yeah. I didn't see a thousand people at a party until I was in college. It's all relative too. Like going to school with you guys in Oregon, Washington State versus going in California. Holy, Holy shit, Alec. Yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> Alec, that's a great Justin flow. Bieber flow. That so to our listeners – to our listeners, you can't see this. I think you have Alec to tweet holding, this picture out. Alex is holding up a picture right now to the camera, and my God, it is everything. That's going on the Instagram feed. It is. I think it already Instagram. is on the Instagram it's, feed. It, it's on my Instagram. Oh no, it's going on. It's Artists. going on the pod Instagram feed. That's a oh, fantastic boy. picture. We uh, might um, have to yeah. take the girl out of it and just put Alec in, but <laughs> that's gonna be the, this podcast like cover. Alex, we, we need to do a bet one day, and if like if you lose the bet, you have to like put that photo of yourself as your LinkedIn profile photo. <laughs> when I get my job that I'm gonna have here in a little bit, I will do it. If I have, and I'll put that out there as a bet because it doesn't matter at that point. I'll have a job for the next ten years. Uh, but that is Jilly. Uh, that is my friend uh, Jillian. I can't say her last name, obviously. No, but, no government names. Yeah, so I'm not gonna say her last name. But she is now a studying doctor at Chico State University. So. Oh, hey. Right down I the road go, for me. You I, go the for the, I go for the smart girls. Look at you. Yeah. They have I don't, to be, I don't really think we, smarter. I don't really think we can we can poke a hole at this one. Ross kinda already did with the pity date one. That was a good that was a good jab. I don't think we have a I don't think we have a right hook coming though. So so did she step on your toes or you step on hers? She, she kinda did look like she was taller than you. She yeah. she she's I think she was the same height as me at that time. I think I was like only five eight. Um, now I'm five ten, so that's a big deal. Um, Six foot on she, your dating app, though. I bet. Yes. No. It's five ten. Five ten. Okay. I don't need to be. I don't need to be lying on my dating app to get dates. There it is. There's the humble brag. <laughs> There's the humble brag. The cool thing is, she asked me out with a baseball. We were on two different. She was on the varsity softball team, and I was on the JV baseball team. And she threw a baseball at me, and it said prom. So she asked you out. Yeah, she has to. I couldn't ask her out. There it is. That, what? <laughs> she, she felt pity. Uh, she felt pity. Think, I was. It was pretty cool. I remember walking on the bus, and then like everybody started chanting my name. It was really awesome. Sounds like a peak moment. It, <laughs> it, it, it made. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, there's the right hook. That's the best one. Louis, there's Louis, the right hook. Louis, Louis set that one up way better than both of you too. He really did. He did. I was trying so hard, and Louis just comes out of nowhere with the right hook. 
fucking lands it like Tyson in 12 seconds, bro. Oh, my God. That was a good one. Ross is throwing these baby jabs. Louis just like, I'm going to hit the hook. Louis just sitting here. I'm about to ruin this man's career. Let's see if he can keep it going. Louis got the number one pick in the cartoon or animated movie draft. Which we should break this down for our listeners what it is. Yeah. We're going five movies apiece. Once it's picked, it's off the board. Snake draft style. Order is Louis, Ross, Alec, me. Yes, that's correct. correct. I have that on my, I have that on my one note. And then back the other direction. Top five movies. Just animated is the only criteria here. All right. So, because I'm gonna be a dick and I'm just gonna go straight to the top. I'm going Spider Verse. Because I figured know. that was we figured that was gonna be the first one. Wrote yeah. that in before you even picked it. <laughs> Although I was contemplating a trade back, I was trying contemplating a trade down scenario where I could get like you know Caleb's first, second, <laughs> and third, third rounder for my <laughs> this and my fifth. You know, I don't think I would have picked Spider Verse though. I I already okay. said it. I I don't think I would have taken that one one. I'll trade you all of my picks. Just kidding. Just because I don't want. You want to go full Ditka on this one? You yeah. Know? I, I, <laughs> no. no, I just wanted to get Spider Verse so Ross didn't get it. So I'm glad you got it, Louis. Speaking I'll of Ross, you. my turn. Yeah. Yep. All right, I got my pick, and I'll give it with a little bit of breakdown. It's Toy Story. Are um, you motherfucker? <laughs> First, Toy Story. My board. There's still three other ones. You know. There are still three other Toy Stories. That's the best one. <sighs> like, for me, this was I loved Toy Story growing up. Just kind of this whole, the whole, I haven't seen it in years, but I still remember the nostalgia of watching the toys come to life. And I won't forget for like the next month or two after watching that movie. I'm like five years old. I'm thinking these motherfuckers are watching me when I sleep. I know it. Like, <laughs> but also like the cool story in and of itself of like Buzz and Woody having to get to feel, like get to know one another and grow with one another so toy story for me i like to pick it was gonna be one of my picks but alec hit us with it i don't want to pick any of the sequels. i don't want to pick sequels is what i was trying to avoid with mine so um i'm gonna go with finding nemo nice oh okay crush single-handedly changed the way i like spoke when i was a kid (laughs) I love that. Did you, you still have the Justin, what... did you still have the Justin Bieber hair when you did that? When you spoke <laughs> like that? Bra. He's frozen. He can't defend himself. I feel really bad about that. There you go. He's back. Yep. Did you Do have not... the Justin Bieber hair when you talked like Crush? Yeah. <laughs> I probably did. I probably did. I also worked at a Dutch Bros too, so that was also like part of the high school gig. I was like, what's up, bro? What are you, can I get you today? Oh, that sounds radical. Which slight tangent on Crush? Did you see that they uh, confirmed that Crush was the sea turtle that was saved at the beginning of Moana? Ross, don't make me cry during a podcast, okay? They confirmed it. I know. Every Pixar so movie is in the same universe. I still very hold to that conspiracy theory. There's, uh, Caleb, they're so connected. Before Caleb, Caleb makes his pitch, I feel like I know what Caleb's leaning towards. Do you? I think, he's I, think go I do. With, I think he's he's gonna I have think, the most I'm, anime on his his board. I'm down to two choices. With my first pick, I'm going with. Oh, I got back to back picks. I'm going first Princess Mononoke. 
Okay, I did not see that coming. My favorite I, Studio Ghibli movie. I've been far. told to watch that movie so many times, and I have not. It's so good. It was made in 1998, and it looks like it could be could have been made this year. I probably misspelled it so bad. You probably did. Totally. Uh, and I'm going to follow it up. I'm going to go back-to-back Ghibli. I'm going Spirited Away with my second pick. Yep, I saw that one coming. I saw these coming, but I did not know. I was like, I knew, I'm like, I'm like Caleb's going to pick animes way more. At least, like, two of his picks are going to be animes. I knew that for a fact. So I'm like, I don't have to worry about certain things being picked. I knew I didn't. I I knew for, that I would have a less chance of you guys stealing them out from under me if I did those. So that's what I that's what I went for. Definitely. Plus, they're also just. I think Princess Mononoke is one of my favorite movies of all time, and Spirited I've, Away is fantastic. I've only heard good things about these movies. That's the thing. I knew really these were going to be good picks. I don't know anything about them. So, but yeah. That might be I your should. homework. If you're not going to watch Euphoria, you should watch those. Guys, all all of them right are now. on HBO Max. Until you affect my GPA, I will not do it. <laughs> no, I need to do the homework. That's the best part of HBO Max for me is that every Studio Ghibli movie is on there. I guess I get it all. Just to trip uh, back to my childhood. All right, back to you, Alec. All right, so second pick. On mine, second pick, the Simpsons movie. Oh. oh. Okay. Oh. I, I took it early. Any explanation? Oh, why? Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. It was like... That came out right when I was in high school, teenager. And that was that was the best, like... First of all, me and my buddies, we loved The Simpsons. So we watched a lot of the TV show. And then when the movie came out, it just had all these great lines. Like, you know, spider pig. Uh, quick, flip him off. And he's just doing this one. And <laughs> yeah, going sand. down the sand. That stop sign looks kind of weird. Like what a wrote, movie, honestly. He wrote Sop. That was that was a I, funny movie. Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger S character is like picked it to be the president, and he's like, I was elected to lead, not to read. He's like, number three. And that's it. So it was great. Foreshadowing there. <laughs> and what was it? The you'll never find the treasure. In the Simpson movie, you'll never find the treasure of what was it? I'm what was it? I'm a huge wiener or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a huge winner. Okay. Or you, you feel like um, a silo of pig shit. Ugh. My turn? Yeah. So yeah. right here, I'm, tor- I'm torn between two movies, and I'm really worried Louie will grab either of them. So I think I'm going to go with the one. You two probably won't know this, but Louie will because it's a slightly older movie. So I'm going to go with this one. I'm going with Iron Giant. Yeah, we know that movie. Uh, Iron Giant. Don't don't insult us here. Hey, I don't know. You were like, I was four years old when it came out. It's ranked number two on most cryable moment in a movie. It it is a crier. Like it it's a tear. Maybe maybe third, but still. But like the whole story of like this robot sent from space and like got not silly and basically just gets turned into a kid and like the whole come up of the movie of just learning to be your Superman, like the, and the very final scene where he goes to like fly into the rocket, like that, like, and saying goodbye to the boy that, Oh my God, all the tears. Yeah. There's nothing as precious as a boy and is like 50 foot tall, super killer robot. Yep. So when Disney remade the big friendly giant, I, I almost got it wrong there. You know how the signs just say BFG. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time I saw them in the theater, I, 
my brain just went to Big Fucking Giant, and I knew it couldn't be the name of the movie. <laughs> I knew it couldn't be the name of the movie. I saw the G rating on there, and I just I couldn't help myself. <laughs> Big Fucking Giant. Big Jeez. Fucking Giant. All right, That's Louis. Cool. Second and third picks from you. All right. So second round, I'm going. For, I'm going to merge a little uh, little sports with my my animation. Oh no! No! Oh! Ah. Going That's a live jam. action cartoon. I don't know. Can we? Are we gonna, do on? I get a ruling on this one? <clears throat> uh, I, I, mean, I think there's go. more cartoon characters than human characters, so I don't have a red flag. Let's slide. All right. All right. Does that, do then, I waste a pick now? Space, space Jam, though. I mean, you know, it has Bill Murray, who who turned seventy this week. Happy birthday, oh, happy Bill, birthday Murray. Bill Murray! Happy birthday, Bill! Which what is why legend. I watch Stripes. You, you know. fucking shot Bill, my damn Murray. Love it. Um, and I'm gonna come back around on on round three here with the Academy Award nominated South Park, bigger, oh. longer, and uncut. Wow! I'm, I'm not <laughs> the only one surprise. going for the P, for the PG thirteen movies. South Park, bigger, longer, uncut. All right. I did not see that come from Louis. Uh, I may have seen that movie in the theater at one o'clock on the Friday it opened. <laughs> there were not a lot of people there with women. <laughs> you draw, you draw, you brought your wife there? No, no. I went there with a, with a friend from work. Ah, okay. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, Ross, all you. F- follow that, Ross. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> a steal at the third pick, not going to lie. I'm, <laughs> I'm about to just go full back super fr- family friendly with this next pick totally opposite way of louis wally that Ooh. was really bad wow. but wally ross just popping cry movie after cry movie cry into movie. his list dude every seriously. single one on your list is a big time tearjerker seriously i love wally he's just so funny mm-hmm. you need to put these up on online afterwards and say who had the best draft yeah, that's what we did last time. I'm gonna have uh, a okay. gra- I'm gonna make okay. one of those graphics again. Okay. Yeah. My one coworker voted for us, and he picked. And he voted Caleb. for me. Yeah, I was pissed. I'm like, <laughs> I fucking work with you, bro. I took your shift that day. <laughs> uh, all right, Alec. So it's against me. Hit us with your third pick. All right, Star Wars: The Clone Wars, the animated oh. movie. I feel like I should have seen this coming. I don't know how I feel about this one. It wasn't it a good one. Ahsoka. But it introduces Ahsoka. It does introduce That's Ahsoka. Who is, is now a big-time character. One of my favorite characters in Star Wars. She is awesome, right? All right. I'm going to hit a throwback here. We're going all the way back to 1973 with Robin Disney's Hood? Robin Hood. Oh, oh little, little John and Robin Hood walking through the forest. Yeah. Yep. yep. That's a solid pick. Fantastic soundtrack, fantastic movie, the best Robin Hood movie ever made, yeah. and it's full of animals. Box. Little Johns kills me. I like uh, I like the king in that one too, or the sheriff. So good. Now watch yourself there, monk. I don't know what's his name. Friar, Friar, Friar. That's it. Yeah, Friar. Tuck. Well, and the whole Prince Friar John Tuck. and his snake. That's yeah. outstanding stuff. Really good. <laughs> Forgive me a cruel chuckle. That's great. You got uh, back-to-back ones, don't you? Yep. And I'm going back to Studio Ghibli with my fourth pick. I'm going My Neighbor Totoro. If it's going to be on the board, I got to take it. All right. 
I'm gonna go with my neighbor Toe because I'm not gonna try to spell that. Cat bus, Totoro himself, outstanding uh, early performances from the Fanning sisters in that one. All right, back to you, uh, Alec. All right, for my next pick, I'm taking Ultimate Avengers. It came out in 2006 by, I think, Lionsgate did it. Okay. This was my introduction to the Avengers. Like, I had kind of known about it. I don't it, even I think remember, I've seen this movie. It's an animated movie, and then it, it's super great because it really introduced me to Captain America like actually as a character, more more or less the backstory of Captain America and stuff like that. So then Captain America ended up becoming my like favorite superhero. Um, but I remember when I was young, I really liked him. And then that one cemented it. I'm like, this is my hero. So fun fact, Ultimate Avengers and Ultimate Avengers 2 came out in the same year. <laughs> Both of them came out in 2006. Yeah, Rise of the Black Panther. Or Rise of the Panther, actually. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. All right, Ross, hit us with your fourth pick. I got another tearjerker. No, <laughs> don't you dare say up. For the love I'm, of God, don't say not, up. It's not up. It's not oh up. But God. this may be, of all of them, the most heart-wrenching one, but have the best comeback story. Where it all started, The Lion King. Oh. Oh, yeah, Mufasa dying. Nobody knows I'm trying right here. Yeah, no one knows those words. I'm trying right now. That's the sleeper of the draft. That's a great – I mean, that in the fourth round is outstanding. Dad, wake up. Dad. Stop it. Stop. Stop. Dad. Run. Yeah. All right, Louie. Four my and five. Board is, my board is solid. I have some solid stuff left on my board, and I get to go. So I'm, I think I'm going to keep going with the obscure and out un, unexpected. Um, so I'm going to go with Beavis and Butthead Do America. <laughs> is it like d-u-e or do oh okay do just a just a just a d-o oh yeah uh, my favorite my favorite in that is um uh their neighbor tom anderson he's got he, he and his wife are in this trip and they take their rv and they drive along and of course that's the space that beavis uh, likes to use to masturbate in and so, <laughs> and so, uh, they they see them in Washington D.C. And he says, "Those look like the boys have been whacking off in my tool shed." <laughs> and it's just, I don't know, it's good stuff. Classic, good, good wholesome old. stuff. That's, that's wholesome family content right there. Yeah. And Please tell me one, you're not going to hit us with Team America World Police next. No, no, those are puppets. God, yeah, those are puppets. Those no, are that's puppets. Fair. I have yeah. I have standards. <laughs> I have standards. Um, Space, all right. Space Jam was iffy. Now, now the last one here is is prior to Spider Verse. This was the greatest animated film regarding superheroes. Um, it's probably it's underrated. I don't know if you saw. I know it was on Netflix at one point, but Batman: Mask of the Phantasm. Oh, such that, a, that's good a good movie. Choice. That's such a, really a good, good movie. That's on HBO Max. That was okay. going to be my last pick. Yeah. So that's that. That's my. Uh, Wait, wait, wait. So that's, our first, that's our first Mark Hamill as the Joker. So that is, I have not seen that one, so now I have something to watch. Oh, that's yeah. That's a good one. You absolutely I'm, need to watch that. So, I'm watching, I watched the terrible Lionsgate movie, those Ultimate Avengers, but those were so, they were great to me in 2006. Not anymore. Oh, 
forgot. So I panicked very much because I'm staying in the superhero genre, and I thought Louis was going to take my movie when he brought that up. I'm going with The Incredibles. Damn it, Ross. <laughs> you guys are just taking them off my list. Oh, motherfucker. The family that started it all. Sort of. And then came back. And then came back later. with another great movie. Right when they left off. That was such a good decision to start it right at the other one. It was. Mm-hmm. I think that's right. literally... Alec, hit us with your oh, fifth. Put a timer on because I'm going to have to think about it. I did not I did not make a deep draft board for a reason. Yeah, you're going to get all, everything you could or everything so you I wanted. I still have like five backed up here. I'm good. Yeah, I did not study and prep as well as Belichick would. He would be very ashamed of me. Uh, I think I'm going to have to go with... Man, what was a movie that I really... And with the second to last draft of the animated movie draft, Alec McBride takes... Looney Tunes back in action. 30 minutes. Does that count? Oh. Oh, yeah. That definitely counts. Okay. Looney Tunes back in action. That's the one with Steve Martin, right? And uh, Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser, yeah. All right. I'm faced with a dilemma here. No, I'm not, actually. I'm going with the Goofy movie. <laughs> Which one? Oh. First extremely one. Go- ex- okay, Goofy movie or Extremely Goofy movie? I mean, Extremely Goofy movie is also fantastic. The, the, sca- uh, the Gammas? Yeah. The skateboarding in that one. Oh, now that you bring it up, I don't know. It's such a hard choice. Extremely Goofy movie is the best skateboarding movie ever made. And I'll hold to that. No, I'm going to Goofy movie. I'm going to round it out with a Goofy movie. I was deciding between that and Up. And Up's definitely the better movie. But the Goofy movie just have a play- has a place in my heart. All right. Uh-huh. I did not do my research. And that's it. That's our draft. That's, that's our draft. draft. So now we got over the winnings. I, I say we do quick honorable mentions first. Yep. All right. Yep. Uh, I'll, we'll just start it from the bottom and go back up. My honorable mentions left off my board, Toy Story 4 and up. Oh, nice. I think Toy Story 4 is the second best Toy Story movie, right behind the original. Three. And I know, that's, I know that's a hot take, but... That's, no. 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 I would rank three better. I'd rank, I would rank three better as well. Three three is brutal. If you, you know, oh, the, it is. The scene at the end where he's taking the toys to, to the girl's house. Oh, my God. That's rough. I, I mean, Toy Story 4 is brutal, too, though. Woody I mean, and Toy- Buzz saying goodbye to each other? That hit me <laughs> hard. Toy Story I, 3, though, when they're about ready to die and then they have to be given away? Yeah. That's two different. That was two very emotional scenes for me. Well, and... The thing about Toy Story 4 is I, I, was, I felt that Toy Story 3 had such an amazing conclusion yeah. that, I was, I, I, that Toy Story 4 was unnecessary in my mind. It's good, but I, I, it has that cloud. Also, but one of the cool. best side characters in the entire franchise in 4, with Forky. Oh, I Forky's so good. Duke Nukem. Hi, I'm Trash. Hi, I'm Trash. <laughs> so I'm good. Woody. This is Forky. Hi, I'm Trash. Uh, Alec, who do you got for some honorable mentions here? You got any? Shrek movie. Shrek 2 and 1. Oh, none of us touched Shrek. 
I know. And now I'm thinking about it. I wasted my fifth pick. <laughs> <laughs> Got to do the homework, two. man. I didn't. I was not studying this week. I was very caught up with – what did I watch this week? Not the TikTok. ones you were supposed to watch. Yeah. yeah. Alec. This Ross, Monica girl is pretty cool. I feel like <laughs> – Ross, what you got for some honorable mentions? All right, I got three. Ooh. Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Monsters, Inc. Mike Wazowski. And Ratatouille. You know what was also Ooh. funny? No one said Aladdin either. No one did say Aladdin. Because Aladdin's not that good. Uh, Robin Williams, though. Robin yeah. Williams, my friend. Great genie. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Robin Williams. Great genie. Okay, movie. So I had that on my on the list, you know, if I got if it if it came to it. I also had some re, some older school ones, even though it's way problematic now. Peter Pan, uh, when I grew up watching that, mm. that was that was legit, but that is so problematic. Yeah, I never I never got into that one, which I'm glad I didn't, because now I can watch it. Yeah, it is it is not good for no. Yeah, very no, bad. You, you Did, do not watch that on Indigenous Peoples Day. Did not age well. <laughs> For sure not. No. Yeah. Um, and then um, another one from the 60s. I got to go back to, to the Jungle Book, the original one. Oh, oh yeah. nice. You know, King necessities. Bare necessities. King I don't want to be like you. you yeah. Know, King Louis song. That's not cool. Um, from the 80s. I, I was going to, you know, after Space Jam, I was con- contemplating coming back with Roger Rabbit. Ooh. Oh, who, who framed Roger Rabbit? Who framed Roger Rabbit? Yep. Nice. Jessica Rabbit. Can we talk about this for a second? <laughs> they did not have to draw her that way. They did not. <laughs> no, they and I would make I would make the same claim for Elastigirl, too, in The Incredibles. No, they didn't have to, but they chose to. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. they were coked up because it was the 80s. That's true. Yeah, it Jessica, was. Jessica Rabbit comes on scene and you're just like, this is a cartoon. Yep, <laughs> it's rewatchable. You're, you're, you're hooked. Oh, yeah. And, she has one of the most rewatched scenes in a movie. Oh, oh yeah. Well, yeah. Yes. It's up there with like, was it Lethal Encounter or something like that? Basic Instinct. Basic Instinct, that one. For a similar activity, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, For those of you who know, you know. And, um, and then the last one I had, because I kind of wanted something that I've seen with the kids a lot and they just laugh at and I laugh at, is Minions. Mm. It's, oh, yeah. It's, it's dumb, good. but it's funny. It's really funny. Like the actual Minions movie or Despicable yeah, Me? The, the, Minions, the Minions movie. Okay. Where it's mostly about the Minions and a yeah. little bit of John Hamm and Sandra Bullock. But mostly the Minions. Yeah, they're pretty good. The Minions got a bad rap with all like – the Walmart clothing and everything like that. They got a bad rap from some of the inhabitants of trailer parks in this country, but the minions are funny. Minions yeah, are very just, funny. They're super funny little characters. Just waddle around, have their own language. All the Facebook memes didn't do them very well. No. I but... think Ross might have won this honorable mentions just because of the Nightmare Before Christmas. Yep. It's a fantastic <laughs> pick. Yes. What's this? What's this? What's this? What's this? What's this? Um, when you dropped Incredibles, Ross, it made me think, have you been to California Adventure? With yes. The Incredicoaster? Coaster? I haven't been there since they put that in. Oh, uh, it's like they put in, so as you're going up on that one, 
They actually have um, Edna's uh, making chocolate chip cookies to try to entice Jack Jack to come back. And you smell chocolate chip cookies. Well, uh, that, fresh, that, warm chocolate chip cookies are going up. And that's why Disney has so much money. So there was, there was, an, there was cool. an idea of like improving movie qualities by including scent as Spy part Kids of the movie. Four. Spy Kids 4. They did that? They yep. did that? They included scent? Oh, they, they had a, a scratch and sniff yep. with numbers on it that you would, they would say, okay, here's number one, and you would scratch it, and it would, it would complement the scene. Spy Kids tried to do so much. I stopped watching Spy Kids after Spy Kids 3D. Yeah, after 3D, I stopped. I'm with you. It was pretty hilarious. It was, it was worth the experience of just going and trying that, trying it mm-hmm. out. So. I always I, feel I'm like Spy more. Kids and Sharkboy and Lava Girl are in the same universe for some reason. I, feel like I can see be. that. It's got its same tone, right? It's got yeah. the same directal tone. Congratulations, uh, Ross. Yeah, Your I think Ross Tampa, Tampa Bay Buccaneers are in sole possession of first place of the, oh, the worst division Central. in football. <laughs> no, no, no. That's, no, uh, definitely that's, not. The, that's the NFC East. NFC yeah, East that, yeah. That's the East. They have two wins after 12 games. That's tough. Like... <sighs> and Come they shouldn't to... have the one against Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. They usually should have one more. But Dallas did play good enough to win today. They did. Not. I mean, Dak did. Dak's really good. I don't know why Cowboys fans hate Dak so much. Because you're playing Tony Romo. Yeah, the guy that never lets you win anything. Who also they didn't hit like. I think it's just because Jerry hasn't paid him, hasn't hasn't paid the man his money. Yeah. And it's controversy. Like this controversy cloud just hangs over that team. Or if they just paid him, put it over there, the the fans would like him more. Jerry's Jerry's saving up to expand Jerry World. He's got. They're saving up so they can pay Andy Dalton. What are you talking about, guys? <laughs> yeah, and it's like two for one on the Jerry World. Like now that SoFi Stadium has spent oh, like four billion dollars more than Jerry World. Like, there's no way he could be outdone by LA. The, the, the it's Las Vegas, right? Or no, uh, SoFi. SoFi. No, SoFi. Uh, so, so, so like two million over Vegas. Yeah. Two and then million, Vegas. Yeah. Vegas with the Death Star as well. Yeah. Well, SoFi is almost three times as much as the Vegas Stadium, but also. Jerry and the Cowboys staff have put themselves into a shit spot because Dak came out along with Mahomes and Deshaun Watson, and now he's seen both of them get $40-plus million contracts. And Lamar's in that class, too, so he's going to get paid money, too. So, like, the Cowboys... Lamar's an MVP. So so is Mahomes. Yeah. Is Dak an MVP? He's of a similar... He's not to that caliber, but he's not that far behind he's not that far behind no he's one of the top 10 for sure quarterbacks in the league yeah it doesn't usually mean you get up there that pay though with 32 teams i mean the fall off got paid in the nfl though the fall off between 10 and like 13 is a lot you've got to have like a top 10 quarterback to compete Mm -hmm. yeah or kick-ass defense yeah, and yeah. everybody else. I mean, yeah, but, let's look at Ben Roethlisberger. True. Yeah. Shade. Shade on that guy. Tannehill. Tannehill's 3-0. and Josh yeah. Allen's 3-0. and Hey, Josh, Josh Allen's, Allen's 3-0. I, I actually think Josh Allen's good. 
He's this playing year. really well right now. Chicago Bears. They got they two have quarterbacks. Two shitty quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, three and zero. You know the Although famous I got, quote. I have to. Nick Foles had a good good half, so I I'm hopeful. We'll see what happens. They have uh, who do they have next week? I look. I can't remember already. Hey, you know the um, old saying: when you have multiple QBs. Yeah. Don't worry. But Mr. Bixby is not a quarterback, so. <laughs> and they're they're at home against the against the Colts on Sunday. That's a very winnable game. Colts yeah, don't have a very speaking of teams that don't have a quarterback. Philip Rivers is throwing up water grapefruits, bro. Yeah. Philip Rivers is thinking about all thirteen of his kids back home. He's thrown two <laughs> touchdowns in three games. It's a tough look for Phil. God, yeah. even Trubisky's done better than that in the fourth quarter against the Lions. I was he Philip Rivers fit what the Colts wanted to do and especially when they drafted Jacob Eason from for Trevor Lawrence. But like hey, Phillip's arm's gone. It didn't. Ha- it didn't help that they just lost their franchise quarterback to retirement. Out of nowhere, yeah. Andrew Luck was pretty good. All right, boys. Do we have any uh, last thoughts here? How are you guys? Are you guys like pumped for Pac-12 football? Oh my god! Yeah. I can't wait. I had a very different reaction from the other two. <laughs> what did you eh. say? No. Yeah. Eh? What do you mean? Eh? It's the only sport I look forward to. Have you oh. guys watched any college football? Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I watched you. I I watched what Kansas State make great comeback or something like that. This past weekend had some fun games. I watched Memphis before they because uh, I felt like I had to before they got Corona and uh, weren't allowed to play their games. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally uninterested. I'm just I'm glad that nobody can go to the Pac-12 games because. Uh, it's like a Sturgis uh, Corona mass, mass spreading event yeah. every, yeah. every totally. Saturday. Totally. So. Yep. I do hope they allow the bands yeah. in, though. Yeah, let them go. Yeah. Like bands and cheerleaders, like well, that's like your only thing you have to look forward to for the entire year. Even cheerleaders, I'm so so on. I agree, though, that bands should definitely get in. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all right with no cheerleaders, but if I'm going to watch an Oregon State game on the television, the band needs to be there. Gotta be it's right. not the alumni band. Yeah. No, yeah. not the alumni no, band. Not the alumni, alumni band. Not the alumni so they band. always sit there and play the same Kiss songs. From, yeah. You know. they, do their be- they do their best. I know people on the band. Hey, seven, <laughs> seven games, and uh, the NCAA said that there's no win limit for bowl games this year. You think the Bees are going bowling this year? Oh, we're going bowling, baby. We have a quarterback who I don't know behind a running back that I do know. And a receiving core that has a five foot six re- receiver in it. Hey, he mossed the shit out of that guy, though. He's great. I love it. It's just not like no one's just going to look at that list and be like, wow, it's really intimidating. They better, if, they better win five games to, to want to go bowling because yeah. it costs too much money. Uh, and that, that athletic department is, is broke as is. So. Hey, we got two mil from Mike. Nebraska? Who do we play that? We got Ohio State. Yeah, hey, at, least, yeah. at least Gary gave that money back. Yeah. Yeah, they're still broke. They don't have yeah. they 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 better win five to think about going bowling. So that that it, it would be it'd be a poor choice because because you shouldn't also travel to a bowl game. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You know, like if you you part of the thing part of the thing is about a bowl game is to take your fans and let them go to the location, um, and they're not supposed to go there either, or yeah. they shouldn't go to the games. So mm-hmm. unless just, there's a vaccine by this, New Year's Day, let's just get this all wrapped up and get everything ready for college baseball. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm a little bit more excited for college basketball and baseball. We like I kind of want March Madness, but I don't know if we'll be ready for it. I also think there's a good chance that both the basketball teams are really good this year. Oh, uh, Trey's coming back? No. (laughs) (laughs) For his ninth year. Yeah. He's not not leaving until he has all the records. Yeah. I love Trace Tinkle. I think he was great for this program. I am excited to see what a Trace Tinkle-less Wayne Tinkle team looks like. Mm -hmm. Wait, Wait, is he no longer the coach? Did I miss something? When did that happen? No, Trace like, is the son. Wayne is the coach. No, I know that part. I was like, Trace Tinkle-less. Trace, Trace Tinkle-less Wayne Tinkle team. Okay, cool. I thought you said Wayne Tinkle, too. I thought I was like, what? Did he leave? When did I miss that? He's. They've got some talent on that team. Jared Lucas is really good. Zach Reichel's really good. Well, Zach Reichel's pretty yeah. good. Zach, Zach Reichel's a, a great hustle guy. Zach Reichel's going to put up... Zach Reichel's going to put up 10 and 6 this year consistently. You guys notice that Reichel put up some uh, like put on some muscle between his like freshman and sophomore year. He's also just a great dude. I like Zach a lot. Had a lot of conversations with that guy. I'm excited they to see his senior year. They still have Ethan, right? Yeah. Yeah, they still got Ethan Thompson. It's so Ethan's team. They brought in a bunch of JUCO guys. We'll see how it goes. Right. Women's team's going to be good. It's always like Really? Yeah. Yeah. See, I look at that team as I, – I think they're going to be rough. They don't have nobody returning except Aaliyah. Aaliyah's team. Well, I and did. Taylor. Taylor and Jones. Taylor Jones. Taylor Jones. Jones Kennedy Brown. Kennedy Brown was good before she, I, I'm, she That's help? true. That's a question. Yeah. You got to talk about health. Jasmine Simmons is going to be good. Good enough, also get good enough our, to eat a bunch of minutes. Do we, don't, now, we should be – our seven-foot players should be playable now. Or six-foot teners, I guess. I don't know. There's there's a lot. This is the least proven roster I've seen in since probably like Ruth's freshman year. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I don't yeah. disagree. So in the past, and, like, and the Pac-12 past didn't years. all of a sudden get weak. So. No. That's, that girl that transferred in is really good too. The uh, right. super senior that transferred in. I'd we'll see. We'll see how it Destiny meshes. Was, if Destiny had stayed. Yeah, where'd she go? She could have like she didn't go to Arkansas. What is, where? Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. That was out of nowhere. I was like, whoa. Had she stayed, I'd feel better about it, but I don't know. We'll see. I don't – this is – and obviously, Scott's a tremendous coach, and I believe in him, but yeah. it's – there's – There's a lot of questions around this team, right? I, I, I want to know who can defend. Who's, who's your perimeter defenders? Yeah, I mean, Pivot gone. You know, a lot of – a lot of – that's a, that's a big area. Yeah. All right, this has been Who Asked You, the podcast. Absolutely nobody asked for, but we are going to continue to provide. You can follow the podcast at Who Asked You. That's the letter U pod on Twitter. I'm at LaChapec. Ross is at RParker209. Alec is at, at AlecM underscore one. And Louie is at Louie101. Uh, hit Ross with your humble brags. And until next week, hey, have a great week. That's what I meant. Don't hit Ross with your humble brags. Actually, I mean, you can if you want. You yeah, can't. I won't give a shit. <laughs> and that's who asked you. Have a great week, everybody.